Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds. Only go where no man has gone before. Engage. Engage. Enterprise, Enterprise. This is Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Captain Captain Janeway. Captain Sisko. Red alert. Photon torpedoes fire. The official Star Trek podcast. Engage. Engage. Make it so. With your host, Jordan Hoffman. That, sir, is illogical. And to make sure history never forgets. This is Engage. Hailing frequencies open, sir. Whoa, can you feel it? Can you feel the energy? Boom, 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 boom. I love that intro. I love it. I love it more than uh, the opening theme to Star Trek Enterprise, and I love that a lot too. Hey, welcome to Engage, the official Star Trek podcast. Welcome to Engage, the official Star Trek podcast. I am Jordan Hoffman. I'm thrilled. I'm over the moon, to use a celestial term, thrilled to be your host for this, uh, the first episode of the first season. It's very new. We're making it up as we go. Believe me, we're making it up as we go. Of the um, of the official Star Trek podcast, we're here on uh, deck forty-four, as I like to call it, of a big building somewhere on. We're in the uh, the system of Soul. On the third planet, in a city called New York, somewhere in the middle of an island called Manhattan, on the 44th floor. Deck 40 floor of Soul 3. That's where we are. And um, this is really the most exciting time to be a Star Trek fan in about 20 years. 20 years ago or so, there was a moment where you had Star Trek The Next Generation films being produced... You had a new show called Voyager coming out, uh, and you had uh, Deep Space Nine deep in the Dominion War arc. These were halcyon days. We said, will we ever see a time as exciting as this? And the answer is, right now, it's pretty damn good. It's the 50th anniversary of Star Trek. The third of the new film series, the alternative reality series, is coming out in July, and next January... On CBS All Access, uh, a new Star Trek show that we know very little about. Okay, I know a lot about it, but I'm not allowed to tell you. But um, later, when nobody's listening, I'll tell you. But for now, I got to say that it's just all very new, and it's all very exciting, and uh, it, it's it's really incredible. I mean, I think the, I think the new film is really going to be re- good. You know, we just saw the new trailer, which I thought was dynamite. There was that special event in Los Angeles where they dedicated uh, one of the streets on the Paramount lot. They called it Leonard Nimoy Way, which was a real classy move. Um, The new show, Brian Fuller, is uh, in the captain's chair. I think it's a great choice. Nicholas Meyer is also uh, at his side. Uh, Everything that we know about the creative team on that one is, is pretty exciting. 
And uh, this show, Engage, is uh, really, a, uh, it's two things. It's celebrating Star Trek with fans that maybe were watching on September 8th, 1966, and have been fans forever, and read the books, read the comics, go to conventions. And it's also for people who are maybe going to watch Star Trek for the first time next January that have heard about it, that are maybe fans of other things in sci-fi, fantasy, and they're like, well, you know, I know Star Trek is this big thing, but I don't know where to get it. There's so many shows, there's movies, there's this Captain Kirk is this guy, Captain Kirk is that guy, what do I do? We're here to help you out. We want to engage with you. We want to engage with you. And um, it's it's a show for everybody. So we're going to have special guests as the new show next January starts ramping up. We're going to be involved with that. But we're also going to be talking about Star Trek things that are happening throughout the year. This is the 50th anniversary year. In September of this year uh, is the 50th anniversary. At 8.30 p.m. on September 8th, 1966, The Man Trap aired. And um, starting in September, starting now, really, um, there's 50th anniversary excitement happening. There's so much going on right now that you may not even be aware of. Right now, uh, if you live in Seattle or if you have access to a vehicle that will get you to Seattle, or if you like walking <laughs> and, and there's no body of water separating you from Seattle, you can go to... No, you even if you can swim, you could walk up to the body of water and then swim and then walk out of the body of water and continue on to Seattle and go to the EMP Museum where there is an amazing exhibit, um, which uh, is an interactive, fun exhibit with props and replicas and all kinds of groovy stuff about... Uh, Star Trek's influence on pop culture. And that's happening now. Also, in Ottawa, which is in a land to the north, north of the wall, uh, Ottawa, Canada, there is a Star Starfleet Academy experience. And later this summer, very soon, um, a, uh, a similar experience on the USS Intrepid, which is an actual aircraft carrier in New York, in my city. Does your city have an aircraft carrier? Brian, does your city have an aircraft carrier? Well, New York's my city, too, so... I, yes. I, I heard a rumor that you live in New Jersey. All right, I'm from New York, originally, <laughs> so uh, I'm in Jersey now. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Brian. Brian uh, was very involved in making uh, the intro that we heard earlier. Well, yes. <laughs> I had some creative input into it, not too, not too much, but... All right, well, it sounds great. It's very energetic. New York City has a... a a, a war machine in its in its uh, in its river. It's called the USS Intrepid. No, it's cool. It's it's a it's a decommissioned aircraft carrier, and it's got all kinds of cool stuff on it. It's got um, you know jets and um, you know what it has on it. At least it did. I think it still does. It has a Concorde jet, which was which was these uh, which uh, was a commercial liner that would go at supersonic speed. You can get from New York to Paris in like. Two and a half hours. Wow. Yeah. This is no joke. Um, so they had one there. Anyhow, they do special events periodically. This summer, they're doing all Star Trek. And there are a number of things happening. Number one, they're going to show some of the films under the stars. I'm going to be there. Uh, Nick Meyer's going to be there for Wrath of Khan. Uh, that's number one. Number two, there's going to be this um, uh, exhibit, the Starfleet Academy Experience, which is going to be interactive and cool. Um, but then there's another thing where um, they're going to have like a, uh, I, 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 I apologize for not knowing what it's called off the top of my head. I guess it doesn't matter. But they're going to have like a docent 
who's going to show you around the actual the actual Intrepid as if you were um, from Starfleet. It's very high concept. You got you just got to roll with it. You just got to try. So come to New York. You got to come to New York anyhow. What are you doing not being in New York? Show up in New York for the summer. It's great in the summer. It's so disgusting. Everybody is sweaty and gross and horrible. I love New York in the summertime. It's wonderful. So that's what's happening. There's other things happening. San Diego Comic-Con. We're going to have a big presence at San Diego Comic-Con. At the Smithsonian, something that's that used to be around is coming back. We'll talk more about that later. Uh, there's going to be a thing called Trek Talks happening in San Diego, in Las Vegas, in New York, uh, where uh, experts from the field of real science are going to talk about science fiction and Star Trek and the interaction thereof. Do you know that in Canada right now, you can pay for something with an actual Star Trek coin? There are legal Star Trek coins now. I'm not joking. This is um, so, you know... What, Canada, man. I mean, first of all, they got health care. So you don't even have to pay the doctor with the Star Trek coin. You can keep it. How about that? And later this year, um, and I think I'm allowed to say this. Oh, boy. I hope I am. Um, there are going to be stamps in America. Star Trek stamps. We can say it. I can see you're panicked. I know. I'm 98% pr- sure I'm allowed to say that. There are some things I'm not allowed. It's very foolish. You know, the people at... Um, uh, in CBS marketing, they give me a list of cool things that are happening for Star Trek this year, and then um, some of them have, embar- have what's called an embargo date. I'm not allowed to say, and it's like, oh my god, how am I supposed to remember which is which? Because I get very excited about that. Um, conventions in Ve- in Vegas, the biggie every year. Convention in New York in September. There has not been a, a, a Star Trek convention in New York for like 20 years. And that's where the first Star Trek convention was. Also a convention in Manchester, England in October. And also I mentioned um, the event that's happening in Ottawa and on the Smiths and on the uh, Intrepid. A similar one in Blackpool, England this year also. That's tip of the iceberg for what's happening for Star Trek 50th anniversary this year. There's also an art show exhibit. And, uh, you know, for 50 years they got 50 different artists to do these beautiful prints of various inspired by Star Trek stuff. Also, you know what else is happening for the 50th anniversary? We have launched the first ever official Star Trek podcast. Red alert, because it's very exciting, and that's what we're doing here. So listen, we're going to get to our first guest in a moment. Now that I've introduced myself... And I'm going to get into more autobiographical stuff about who the hell am I? Who is this guy talking about Star Trek? Well, what makes him such an expert? I've been um, writing about Star Trek on the internet for for a long time, for over a decade. Uh, I'm also a film critic. Maybe you read my stuff on the internet or uh, even in the newspaper sometimes. But I am a Star Trek fan um, really since I was... uh, (laughs) It's funny. Because the first time I saw Star Trek... In, the first time I actually w- was in the same room as something Star Trek that I know, it was, uh, I fell asleep. But it wasn't my fault. I was a little kid, and it was 1979. I was very young. I'm old, but I'm not that old. And um, it's a very quick story. I'll tell it to you real quick. Um, I uh, grew up in New Jersey, but my, <laughs> here, I was mocking Brian before. Now you know the <laughs> truth. Now you know why I was scorning you. Now the I, tables have turned. I, too, are from New Jersey. Oh, it's like something's been revealed. 
Uh, it's like that scene in, in Journey to Babel when you find out that the Andorian is really an Orion. Um, okay, so um, I uh, grew up in Jersey, and over a Christmas break in 1979, I'm like four years old, my parents um, decided to, uh, for a Christmas break, we were just going to go into New York as tourists, which actually is a smart thing to do if you've got little kids and you're from New Jersey. You go to New York because if something goes wrong, you just get back early, and it's not a problem. So we're wandering around, and um, we know we're going to see the Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center and whatnot. And I see um, the poster for Star Trek: The Motion Picture, which I still believe is one of the most beautiful posters of all time. And I'm become obsessed with that poster. I want to go see that movie. My parents are like, no, we're not taking it to see Star Trek. I'm like, no, 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 I go to see. I become, I become a big whiner. And we actually did go. Now it was cold. We're walking around in Manhattan all day, looking at shops. My mother's going to Saks Fifth Avenue, whatever, and. Um, uh, you know, when you're out in the cold all day and then you go inside, your face gets red and you get sleepy. Star Trek, the motion picture, even I per, I, will, I will defend this movie and one day we'll do a show just about Star Trek, the motion picture and how I love it. But it is, as many people call it, Star Trek, the motionless picture. It can be a little bit. It, it, it is a little on the slow side, a cerebral film, if you will. So uh, anyway, the long story short is. I whine and complain, take me to see this movie. We get inside, the movie starts, I fall asleep. Uh, but then a few years later, I become a tremendous fan and have been since. I was getting into TOS um, in the mid-'80s. Uh, I saw Star Trek three in the theater and Star Trek four in the theater. Really knocked it, knocked some sense in me. Star Trek four was the one that really turned me into a fan. Then I started watching the reruns. And then, boom, Next Generation starts, and I'm in from Encounter at Farpoint. So... Um, it's 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 just a home run from there, and uh, that's in a nutshell what my story is. Now, a couple of days ago, um, Weird Al Yankovic was here, and we're putting the podcast together. We're getting you know everybody's notes, and you know we sit in these meeting rooms, and everybody's showing off how they're making the little icon for the Facebook page and you know the people are figuring out how to market the thing and I sit there and go yes good job everyone good job and um, then uh, somebody a woman Heather you're going to learn about Heather eventually Heather's very important to this show Heather says look I can get us Weird Al I'm like holy cats you can get us Weird Al yeah we want him for the show but he's only available like now because he's in town he's about to hit the road he's about to go on tour so I said, oh, let's, let's talk to him now and record it. And through the magic of podcast technology, we can uh, pretend that he's in the studio. But I want to make something clear to you before we talk to Weird Al. I will never lie to you. <clears throat> I will never lie to my audience. Never. I'm an honorable man, like our captains. I am not Garrick. I do not believe that the ends justify the means. I believe in honesty. I don't believe in a no-win scenario. So... We're going to go back in time a few weeks. The interview you're about to hear is a couple weeks old, but it's still fresh and it's still new. And I think it's funny. Um, but more importantly, you're going to find out something very important. <clears throat> I want you to sit down because this is important. Why has Weird Al Yankovic made many Star Wars songs? Yoda. Um, he did one for Anakin, right? He's done a bunch. Why has he never done a Star Trek song? Do you think that I had the sand to look Weird Al in the eye and ask him? Well, I do. And I did. But I did it in a very polite way. And he gave me a very good answer. So I want you to listen 
Uh, we're going to beam out, and um, Scotty, let's energize. Do I have a button for energize? We do have a button oh, wait, for energize. Yeah, hold on, hold on. So, um, Captain Picard is going to energize us, and then we're going to beam out. We're, we're going to get a TNG energize from Captain Picard and a TOS uh, transporter sound. Because we mix it all up here in this show. That's what I like. Um, and so we're going to hear from Weird Al, and then we're going to be right back. Energize. Space. Oh, sh- The final okay. frontier. Brian, I hit the wrong That's button. Okay. Let's do it again. No, no, keep no, no. rolling. We, keep we, rolling. We don't need to, because I can just move the sound. No, 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 no. <laughs> warts and all. Are we still rolling? Yes. Good. My Good. friends Good. out there in the podcast land, I want to let you know something. I have been handed... A, a big box. I don't know what what is the what is the the, the jargon for this. This thing? is a very old old piece of equipment that Howard Stern used to use. <laughs> but what is it called? It's called the the what is it called? The the deck, the box, the um I have no idea All actually. Right. It's a it's a it's a big gray thing that's sitting in front of me and it has 50 buttons on it. And I have a piece of paper. And, and listen, Brian did a terrific job. He got 50 pieces of Star Trek sound uh, on this thing, and um, I've just been handed it. So I hit the, what I just did was I hit the wrong button. I, I'm still we're still in the academy here. We, we have not left space dock. <laughs> this is this is episode one. So we're gonna do that again, right? Okay. I just told you that we spoke to Weird Al Yankovic a few weeks ago, and it's a really fun interview, and I think you're gonna like it. We're gonna talk about his love of of, of pop culture, what he's doing this summer. He's got a cool tour. So what we're going to do is Captain Picard is going to suggest that we energize and then we're going to beam over. Let's listen to our interview with Weird Al. Engage. I can't believe it. I hit the wrong button again. Uh, 18. They both start with E. Okay. So (laughs) let's here. All right. We got it now. This is good. This is good. Okay. So let's go back a few weeks and listen to our interview with Weird Al Yankovic. Energize. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. This is Engage, Engage. the official Star Trek podcast. Energize. And we're back. We just traveled through space-time two weeks, two and a half weeks, because when we're doing a podcast about one of the most fundamental and exciting pop culture events of all time, which is Star Trek, and the opportunity to speak to a mainstay of our pop culture comes in the building to the 44th floor, to Deck 44, as I like to call it, we don't pass the opportunity up. So even though we're two weeks in the past, we're two weeks in the future, Weird Al Yankovic is here. Hey, how are you? In our room. And I'm very excited. Weird Al. I mean, gosh, I mean, I've been a Weird Al fan forever. Is it okay if I call you weird? I don't want to be... Um... Well, let's go with Al today. <laughs> Do people call you... I mean... Yeah, they always think they're being very funny. <clears throat> right, right. Because I don't want to pass judgment. Who am I to call you weird? I mean, yeah, you... I, I'm not really on a first adjective basis with anybody. <laughs> when people see you on the street, they shout out Weird Al, and you don't say, no, 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 that's... The weirdness is on stage. Well, no, Weird, weird Al is fine, but just, just weird. Oh, just, just weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. Well, you know, it's a great... As I mentioned before, it is a great time to be a Star Trek fan, because there's so much stuff happening in the world of Star Trek, but it is also... 
a great time to be a Weird Al fan. And probably to be a Weird Al also. I mean, <laughs> I'm enjoying this. But there's a lot going on in the world of weirdness right now. And I want to talk about that before we talk a little bit about Star Trek. Oh, okay. But there's, I, I looked at the list of what you've got planned for 2016. And there's a lot going on. But I, there's three things in particular I want to talk about. Okay. Number one, and this is in no order. This is an ascending order. <laughs> okay. As you can hear. This is crazy. One thing I want to talk about. There are some Weird Al action figures. That oh, are yes. In- <laughs> They started coming out. I, I, I uh, the first couple were shipped directly to my house this week, and I, I Instagrammed those immediately. But uh, and somebody just recently came up to me today uh, in a building with a Weird Al action figure. So they're, I think they're escaping from, <laughs> from, from so Nika. Clearly, the only ones weren't the ones in your house because they, they somebody else. Yeah, has somebody them probably too. stole them from my house. <laughs> now, now they're out here. Uh, yeah, they're they're coming out. Um, uh, is um, Nika's putting them out? Uh, is that that the way to pronounce it, or uh, yeah. I want to? <laughs> no, it is. Yeah, I've I've um, I have it on authority. That okay, is, that's yeah. good to know. Uh, yeah, they're putting it out. Uh, it's um, uh, I I guess th- there's not like an official release date because it, it doesn't get, get released like a record or a, or a movie. It's sort of like right. it'll kind of like get out there eventually right. during this month. You're strolling around and the Toys R Us and go, oh, there's a weird Al thing yeah. over there. I gotta buy that. And thing. It's, it's kind of cool because they uh, they couldn't decide whether to do like the current look Weird Al or the iconic '80s look Weird Al with. <laughs> The mustache and the wire frame glasses. They sh- so they did both. They did like the removable head. <laughs> you get two that's heads the, for the price of one. That's the thing that the um, postage, uh, the, the the post office should have done when they had the Elvis stamps. Oh yes, and they did the voting. Uh huh. They should have just given us both options from the get go. It should have been one of those. Uh, what, what do they call it? Uh, where you, you, it's like it's like not 3D, but you look at it from a different angle and it's a different thing. A lenticular. They're very good. The very for. good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So what you're telling me is is so there's when you say classic weird out, it's the glasses. It's the probably a floral shirt of some sort or a yeah. It's sort of a floral Floral Hawaiian-ish shirt. Uh, yeah. From memory, I believe it's just like with like music notes on it. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay, cool. So that would be the one. That, no offense, that would be the one I would play. I mean, you're a yeah. g- gorgeous man right now, but I would probably play more action figure games with the classic Al. And then for special events, I would dress you yeah. up like you dress now. You know, if I'm going out to dinner somewhere. There you go. The, yeah. the formal owl look. Now, will there be like um, uh, peripherals? Like, will there be cars, that weird owl cars? Well, or? it comes with an accordion, like a little accordion. And it's it's a pretty good looking little accordion. I mean, they got like uh, the right number of keys and buttons and everything else. And it's like, oh, wow, they you know they pay attention to detail there. Quality control. Very I like nice. That. Yeah. Right, and a little, cool. little microphone and a little a spare hand, which I'm not exactly sure what that's for, but that <laughs> that's part hey, of it as well. Listen, I... And, Whatever anybody wants to do is, you know, they're, if they're buying it, they can do what yeah. they want with it, right? And this is just the first thing. I mean, hopefully it'll sell well. And they're planning on releasing uh, several more various iterations <laughs> of me with different different costumes and different characters. Awesome. And yeah, that's, that'll all happen in the next uh, couple of years, I guess. Well, that's very exciting. I mean, it's not every one of us that gets their own um, toy. So, God bless. Well, um, thanks. And and available in stores at some point during the summer, probably, and this summer. And online as well, I guess. Yeah. Right, right. On weirdout.com, probably? Uh, I don't a know. Link. We, we probably, if not, there'll be a link, and, and Anika will obviously be selling right, it directly. Right, 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 right. Because this summer, and this is not new for you for Weird Al to hit the road, but you were doing a summer tour that is, is no joke. Now, let's say you're somebody who, um, you know, doesn't really uh, follow you as closely as they should. You know, maybe thinks about, you know, you do a TV appearance. Oh, I love, I love that. I'd love to catch him live someday. Mm-hmm. It's a very simple thing to do. You are doing 76. 76 Something like that. Is that 76. Eight, I'm going to say 80-ish. 
Seven, according to this note. Okay, all 76. right. All right, we'll go with that then. Every city in America crisscrossing the north, the south, the east, the west, everywhere, nonstop, pretty much all summer. And when this, because I said we're two weeks ago, tonight, this is freaky, right? You know where you are now. Yes. Now Bar- you're barely. in New York. Yes. <laughs> but when this is being heard for the first time, you were in, drum roll, Louisville, Kentucky. Ooh. At the Iroquois Amphitheater. But then tomorrow night, this is no joke. You're at the Grand Ole Opry. That's right. I'm playing the Grand Ole Opry. June 16th. I mean, this is what's great. I'm looking at these dates now. You're playing, in New York, you're playing Radio City. Yes. 6,000 seats. That'll be amazing. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people singing along. In Hollywood, you're playing the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, that's 18,000 seats. Is it really 18,000? And I'm doing two nights there, so that's just insane. Oh, my God. But the, 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 cool, the cool thing about the Hollywood Bowl gig uh, is I'm playing with the orchestra, so they're arranging my whole show <laughs> with the Hollywood Bowl orchestra, which is wow. crazy. I just I can't even wait for that. How will you do the polka numbers with the... They're doing it with like live horns, live horn sections. It's, wow. Yeah, it's going to be great. And your show is no joke. I mean, there's a dance element to it. You bring dancers out sometimes. Yeah, I don't think... No, well, not so much. I mean, I... I've seen I, some I, clips online where dancers show up. I, yeah, I, I flop around. I don't know if that's considered <laughs> dancing or not. But there is a video projection angle. I mean, you have oh, yeah, in-between songs. Yeah. You I mean, curate a, uh, a collection of clips from... We have to do that because, you know, there's uh, uh, so many costume changes in the show, and I can't spontaneously change into a costume, so no. we have to have, like, little comedy bits on the big screen uh, to amuse people right. for the minute or minute and a half or sure. how long it takes for me to, you, like, You definitely can't change on stage at the Grand Ole Opry. That yes. would be a problem. Yes, I, they have rules about that. <laughs> but here's here's what's great. If, now listen, so all those shows sound dynamite, but if I were to go to one of these shows, uh-huh. I mean, Hollywood Bowl is probably very exciting, and, and, and Radio City, these are all great, but on July 1st, you were going to be, I hope you know about this, at the Toledo Zoo Amphitheater. Yes, <laughs> yes absolutely. And I could think of no more wonderful just a buoyant and joyous place to see the Weird Al show in addition to I mean, Hollywood Bowl, Radio City, but the Toledo Zoo. I just have an image of like the giraffes in the background kind of swaying along. and The Toledo Zoo is great. I've played there before. <laughs> in, fa- in fact, I'm, I shouldn't swear to this, but I, I, I'm pretty sure that there's a little uh, clip that I put on my YouTube channel, uh, which was shot at the Toledo Zoo. It's called Weird Al Shreds. And uh, I don't know if you've seen this. It's, it's, a, it's me on stage with a shredder, and I'm shredding paper. <laughs> and then the camera pans around to the audience, and they're like, yeah! <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I mean, you know... 76 dates, you don't really get a lot of time to... No. When you, you, you've, There's you've, no breaks. It's just like straight on through. You know, we, we tried to do... You know, in the past, we've tried concert tours where uh, we would have breaks. Like, we do three or four weeks and then go back home and have right. a little bit of time off. And we found that we were not really making any money on those tours because <laughs> while we're you know, while we're on, on break, like, nobody else is on break. Like, we're, we're still paying for the trucks and right. the buses and right. everybody else's salaries. And it's sort of like, okay, well, that, <laughs> that didn't work out. So you, you're going to hit the road you got to do it but i mean so when you come into a town like houston texas you you don't really get a chance to walk around and do a sightseeing tour you, you do a Not soundtrack so much yeah do the show and then the next night you're in austin texas and, so. and also I, I really you know take pains to reserve my energy and, and and try to preserve my health because you know it's a four-month tour and i just can't allow myself to get sick i can't right. allow myself to like get worn down and so it's like i just spend a lot of time 
I sleep as much as I can. I may spend time indoors, like, you know, watching satellite TV or surfing online. And yeah. I just don't, like, head out and <laughs> do a lot of local sightseeing. Wow. Do you prefer the outdoor venues or the indoor venues? I like them both. It really depends on the audience and things like that. You know, if... Uh, I prefer if it's an outdoor venue. I, I prefer that it be a nighttime show because you know films are a big part of it, and, yeah. and you can see the LED screen in the daytime, but it's not as effective. It's not as rock and roll. Yeah, if it's not. Dark. You're also doing Sturgis, South Dakota. That's yeah, the, the motorcycle rally. How is there a? I'm thinking of like um. What are those called? Uh, the Venn diagram of yeah. Weird Al fans <laughs> and Harley fanatics. Are, is there? Is there a? I have a, no idea. I guess we'll find out pretty quickly. <laughs> uh, I'm that. Yeah, that's that was an interesting booking, and uh, they seem to think it'll work. And I'll have to take their word for it, and we'll, if <laughs> we'll see if it does. Keep you know, it's uh, that's August thirteenth. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for August fourteenth. If anything viral happens on the <laughs> internet, that would be the day it would break. Yeah. So. Um, well, that's cool. I hope that the day you're at the Toledo Zoo, you, you, they 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 do the soundtrack early, you get a little time to walk yeah. around and you know pet the goats or something like that. Yeah, so. pet an alpaca or something. Yeah, yeah, Who yeah. Knows. So, but 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 this is just one amazing thing you're doing this summer. You also turn the page. Right. Ooh. You also <laughs> dramatic. Um, um, are you have a new gig? This is a I don't know which you consider the day gig and which is the evening gig, but you are now. <laughs> A television star again, as the band. What do they call it? The band leader, or the yeah, musical director, band leader, band leader slash co-host, the co-host slash band leader of Scott Ackerman's comedy Bang Bang on IF, IFC, IFC. Yeah, right. Debuting by the time this airs, it have already debuted early June. I watched twelve and a half minutes of the first episode. I wanted to That's watch all the you whole really thing. Need. No, no, I would have watched the whole thing if I had the opportunity to. <laughs> Trust me, I was riveted, but it was just, uh, just, just due to the circumstances. It was awesome. Well, thanks, man. It was great. I mean, you're taking over. I mean, there has been there have been great band leaders in the past. Yeah, Reggie Watts did the first four seasons. He right. did the first however long seven. He did the first seventy episodes. Wow. And then uh, Kid Cudi came in and did the last twenty. And uh, I'm doing this season, which is another twenty. So so during my reign on season five, we will have our one hundredth episode. Oh, no joke. Yeah. Okay, cool. So they're all already shot. They are. Yeah, we we uh, wrapped them up and they're being edited as we speak. And right. uh, yeah, it's gonna. Uh, well, as of this airing, it will have already premiered. And, Whoa, and it'll so much time I, it's travel. Crazy, isn't it's it? So much time travel. But uh, they're airing, uh, uh, airing them back. To, when, when is this airing again? Sorry, this this interview that this we're interview doing right that now, we're, that, well, as I'm speaking, what are people hearing this? But that's what's amazing. This is a podcast. So uh-huh. after the nuclear destruction and we're all dead, this this recording will still exist. Okay. So, but technically, we are mid June is our okay. launch. So, so yeah, so you'll still be able to see uh, most of the first uh, ten episodes. Uh, it's Friday nights, and they're doing them back to back. So every Friday night at eleven o'clock, I believe it is, uh, they're doing two brand new episodes, one after the other. So if you just can't get off the couch and you're just stuck in the zone, it's just rolling them all. Just, yeah, all don't even get off the couch. Just right. let it keep <laughs> flowing past you. Order some buffalo wings and yeah. just keep going. But it's funny stuff because it's it's yes you're the band leader you're playing in you know the intros and outros but you're part of the show you're yeah. goofing around with the cast I saw you with it was with um, uh, Kevin Bacon yes was the first yes one. it was very interesting. Who were, he was great wasn't he? I mean I mean obviously he's a great actor but I mean he really kind of really locked into the whole sensibility to the show I think mean, the yeah. show is 
really strange, and he had no problem going there. Yeah, this show is not too strange for fans of yours. It's got well, an Al TV vibe. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, I don't want to cause a rift between yeah. you and the comedy no, bang no, no. bang people, but there definitely are the seeds of it are from Al TV. Well, a little ob- bit. obviously, we have a very similar sensibility, which is yeah. why I was very excited to do the show. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think <laughs> I, I only mean strange in the context of what most of the rest of the world <laughs> thinks. <laughs> exactly. Those of them who don't have the name weird. The in their normals. Name, the normals. The people who wouldn't so television obviously now this podcast is rooted in love for a television show for a pop culture mainstay which is star trek so i want it now that we have you here i do want to know from your perspective because you've been riffing off of pop culture your whole career and you've done now that we're friends i can i can zing you on this okay. a little bit you've done a lot of star wars stuff well. There's a song called Yoda. Uh huh. There's no song called Spock. That's I haven't I haven't gotten around to that yet. Oh, I like that answer. You haven't yeah. gotten around to it. It's not. You know, I I have to say I I almost did a Star Trek song on Mandatory Fun. I was very close to doing it, and then I found out somebody else had done my exact idea, and I was like, oh, I don't want to like rip them off. Uh, but I was going to do a parody of uh, 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 Let It Go from Frozen called Make It So. <laughs> Which and would and I would have had to like you know really do my Star Trek research and like yeah. do the full on thing and I was ready to do it and then then I forget who it was but somebody else online it had was done it. Uh, yes I, I know exactly what you're talking about somebody had done uh, I had cut together you know some stuff and yeah, yeah. they they did uh, a, a, a piss poor version of what you would have oh done. I wouldn't you say that prov- you would have given that. us pure. Gold press latinum, and they gave us. But know, it, it got it got popular enough that they got a, an official cease and desist order. <laughs> so I figured, okay, well, I think that ship is safe. They didn't do it the weird out way. <laughs> they didn't get permission first. So uh, okay, so that's a good answer. You would have you've been planning to. You may still at some I may point still do it at some again. Point, absolutely, there, a lot of things rhyme with Spock. That's well, that's Pretty true. Anything with rock in it rhymes with yeah, Spock. There you go, Spock around the clock. You know, I mean, uh, we go. I'll get my now. guitar out and we can work <laughs> this out right now. We got a few minutes. Um, okay, good. So, so the door is still open. You have not said no. It was just been, you know, yeah. your career it happens organically. You wind up doing this thing. You're obviously you have a great affection and a love for Star Wars. You do not have a disaffection for Star Trek. No, you're not no, anti-Star no, Trek. No, 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 no. You beamed in here voluntarily. I, I'm not so one of these. If you like Star Wars, you can't like Star Trek. I'm not okay. one of those people. Well, so, I mean, you, if I may, you you were a sentient young man when the show was first oh, on yeah. the air. I mean, yeah. you were a, a mere tatala, as my, as my mother would say. But you were a young man growing up in blah, 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 California. Mm-hmm. And then in Lin- Linwood, let's let's put a name. Well, to it. I didn't know this. I, uh, okay. that much about you, I didn't know. But That's you were in Linwood, California. All right. And um, I went to Suge Knight's high school. Coming from is the that hood. right? Yeah, I did. Really? I did. Oh I my did. god! Well, uh, me and uh, Fred Gwynn, Herman Munster. <laughs> so the three of us. That is a. You talk about Kirk Spock bones. <laughs> I think Weird Al. Who would be the Kirk? Who would be the Spock? Be Suge Knight. Oh man. Okay, cool. So uh, it's 1966. Yeah. You're a young man. You got a color TV at home? Uh, yes, I believe so at that point, yeah. Okay. And were you uh, were you aware of the show before it came on? Were I, you I, anticipating it or was it something that just floated into your consciousness? I, I was. My, my only, uh, honestly, my only memory was once I kind of got into a little bit of a fight with my parents because I wanted to stay up 
late enough to watch Star Trek. Mm. And I forget when it was on, but it was it was a little past my bedtime. And I was, al- I was always thinking, like, just a few minutes more. <laughs> and I just, I really want to watch Star Trek. And like, no, it's past your bedtime. And, and I, I, I said, I, I'll forego my allowance this week if you just <laughs> let me watch Star Trek. Wow. Okay. That's dedication. Yeah, That's but, a fan. But, but honestly, I don't remember anything about. <laughs> right. You don't remember the episode. or <laughs> I just remember, like, oh, it's you know, it was like just a battle just to stay up late right, to watch right. it. Right. It was more, be honest, you were more excited about staying up than watching the show well it was both 50 50 50 50 but then as you know then later you're a little older and the show comes back and reruns and it becomes a ubiquitous pop culture thing was there a moment where it clicked I mean, you'd heard about it, yeah, yeah. Spock Bones, and then was there a moment when you're watching? Oh, hey, I kind of like this. This is kind of fun. No, I always liked it. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it's it's um, you know, I, I feel weird being you know on the podcast because I I don't think I've seen every single episode, and I'm not a, a Star Trek nerd, but I, I do appreciate and like the show and have an affection for it. The name of this sh- this podcast is called Engage. Uh huh. The reason is we want to engage everyone. Okay. Bring them in. Those that are psychotic fans like I am, <laughs> that's cool. Those that are Trek curious that are not quite fans <laughs> okay. yet that maybe only saw the recent movie. We want to embrace them, Good help them, help them grow. Good to know. And I, those I, that are in between, uh, you know, we. Uh, let, let me tell you. Let me tell you this story. This is, you know, this is this is embarrassing to admit, but you might appreciate this, and this is uh, probably appropriate for the podcast. Um, I I am friends with Brent Spiner. But uh, when I first he was he was he's a, a, a clo- uh, initially he was a close friend of a friend of my wife's. Uh, so when I met him for the first time, um, I didn't realize that he was data. Right, data. Data. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I mean, some would correct. Data is a word for it, but on data, yes. canonically, yes. I mean, the, uh, his thing you. Sh- on the yes. you know, the so, data. I, so I, it, it didn't click with me. I mean, I, I'd seen it, but I just, I just didn't know. Right. And we're going to Brent's house. He was just some dude for for dinner party, and I'm walking around. Yeah, and you know, and I see there's just like Star Trek stuff all over the house. Like there's a Al Hirschfeld picture of the cast <laughs> of Star Trek, and there's this from Star Trek, and this from Star Trek. And I'm like, man, this guy's really into Star Trek. What's the deal with this? guy and my wife finally said well that's data I'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> well he has a different he doesn't quite look like an android in, yes, in life that's, so, uh, that's true yeah i could see the two of you guys being pals not yeah. that i you know not it just seems like a, like a nice fit so uh yeah, and, and now he's a very close friend of the family yeah and he's a musician as well yeah yeah now you do a you do like a medley in your show yeah. of like pop hits of the day that are you don't do uh, if correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't do uh, parody lyrically. You just do the song, just polka that's, polka eyes. That's that's right. And uh, for I think like twelve out of my fourteen albums, something like that, we've had a polka medley, which yeah. is like a polka polka medley of a lot of songs of the day done polka style, the way God intended. <laughs> uh, and and uh, and a lot of those songs are songs that uh, I was trying to think of a good idea for for a parody. I was like, eh, no, let's just put it in the polka. <laughs> The cat's out of the bag. There That's what it's there for. Yeah. Ah, I can't think of anything clever to say. Hey, we'll put it in the polka medley. Yeah, it always sounds better in the polka. Are there going to be new things in the medley on this summer tour? Uh, not, not. It's, it's the same set list as last year. We're just, it's, it's, it's literally a continuation of the tour. We just stopped for like a half a year, and now we're picking it up. You again. took a dinner break, and now yeah, you okay. uh, we're, we're we're probably going to freshen up the, um, uh, the the film clips and add a few new things, and you know, kind of tweak that a little bit. Yeah, but, tell me, tell me a little bit about that because it it's. It seems to me like, especially before the show starts, it's like clips of all these things that formed you. It's a lot of Mad Magazine style kitsch clips mixed with all kinds of weirdness, mixed with clips from your old show and UHF and whatnot. 
who who's curating that? Is I, that I'm doing that. I, I I edit it all on my laptop, Final Cut Pro. I put it all together, and that becomes like the show. Now, is that just because you don't want to pay for an editor, or because you just you figure you're the guy to do it? Both. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm cheap, and I am the guy that's creating it. So so why not do it myself? Yeah, I mean, because I I'm the guy that would know best what I think works well, and and you know it's just, it's all about pacing, and and it's it's all it's, it becomes a science. It's down to the second now because I know we know exactly how many seconds it takes to do any particular costume change. So that's how long the clips are. So there's not really a whole lot of room for error backstage. Oh, that's awesome. And you don't, that's a thing where you don't need to worry about rights because you're not selling this. Well, or do you? I guess. I don't want to get you in trouble. I mean, here, legally, so. again, it's probably a gray area. I mean, if, uh, you know, <laughs> we're, we're doing it until somebody tells us we can't do it. Let me put it that way. Okay. I'm not, I, let's erase this whole section. We don't want anybody, <laughs> any opportunity. You know, listen, in the Polka Medley, have you ever considered the Star Trek theme? Um. Yeah. 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 No, I've heard. I've heard it. <laughs> As a polka, how yeah. would you? Well, I, I guess you. Could, I mean, I, I could do a polka version of that, but I, usually I do. I do pop songs in the medley. All right, well, let me rephrase that. I want you to do a polka. Okay. Version. That was fine. me. It was me making a request. <laughs> Speaking oh. of making a request, by the way, on your on your tour, in addition to just going, which is enough, especially you know if you have kids and you got to get a babysitter and all that, Mr. Goss. But listen, if you want. You can be a VIP for the tour. That's that's true. They they sell VIP tickets through weirdal.com and, and what tell me what that means when it's, you get to be a VIP. I think that might be a little different this year as well. It's uh, there's a master of propaganda who like conducts like a like a party before the show. Um, uh, I think they have like uh, um, various contests. I think like uh, singing contests and and uh, um, this year is, is new. They're going to have like a little mini Weird Al museum. I, I lent them oh, a bunch of wow. stuff from my archives, like the original Eat It jacket and the the, uh, the 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 outfit that I was wearing on the cover of Even Worse, and a bunch of stuff like that. And that's going to be like part of a, a a display for the VIPs. So for for people that are really, and this is actually similar to to, to Star Trek, they have on the conventions they. Have like little museums of the props and whatnot. So yeah. you're speaking my language here, but for somebody who's a really big fan, uh, for a few bucks more, you know, we can go. But we can pay a few dollars more, and we get to have a little party before. Yeah, it, you know what it is? It would be like at a, at a at a more traditional rock concert, a little tailgating. But Weird Al fans are a little more elevated than that. They're mm-hmm. not going to be drinking beer in the. They want to do something. They yeah. want to have a singing contest. They want to meet their friends. Probably a lot of people know each other from the Facebook and the Twitter and whatnot, and they uh, get to engage. And afterwards, they get to hang out with me and the guys oh. from, from the 501st. So then they get their money back because yeah. they don't know. So they <laughs> like, oh, wait a second. We didn't want to meet the guy. We just wanted to talk about him. Um, no, because there's there's actually two levels of VIP-ness, I've been told. That sounds right. So, you know, if you get the ticket, you, then they get to take a picture with you. Yeah. And you're a nice guy. I mean, they're going to they're gonna be happy to meet you. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to be encouraging to you because you get to go to all these cities. You're going around the country and you oh, get yeah. to meet your fans. They Maybe. probably, some of them, uh, make little gifts and give them to they you. They do, yeah. Not that I'm encouraged, not that you feel that's, a, you know, they don't have to. But no, that's always, yeah, absolutely. No, it's, it's not required. <laughs> no, no, it's not required. It's not required. I mean, just a handshake is good. But we give you but an offering. If you can remember off the top of your, like from the last from last year's tour, what were some of the things that fans said? Oh, we we baked this for you, or we sewed this yeah. for you. I, I, if I only accept baked goods from people I know, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but you don't have to eat it. But they, yeah, they yeah. Know. But um, yeah, people like like art pieces of art. Like they'll do like very nice drawings and uh, um, uh, like or made made some weird old comic books. 
um, you know, uh, and just various things that, that mean a lot to them and they want to share it with me or if they, if they, you know, have their own, you know, CD they wanted me to hear. Then, sure. Yeah, so I, I get a lot of that from That's got to be incredibly gratifying to see a comic book that somebody made of you. Yeah, it's pretty you know? cool. I mean, I, I always pack an extra suitcase and the suitcase is just to bring home all the stuff to right, people. Right, because you're on this bus yeah. uh, crisscrossing the country. Yeah, you know? I, oh, I, yeah. I, I literally live on the bus. I don't even check into the hotel rooms. I probably shouldn't admit to that, but I, I just stay on the bus. Is that really? Yeah, because I, because, you know, it's, it's comfy back there. I mean, I, I've got my internet and I've got my satellite TV and I've, right. I've got all my stuff and like, why move into, you know, Motel 6? So I was just like, I'm, I'm fine here. But you're in it, it, a secure parking lot, though. Yeah. I, I want to make sure you're safe. Yeah. Now. And we're heavily armed at all times. I just want to stress that. <laughs> so that's great. So you're on the bus. You just did the show in Toledo just ended. You're, you're driving into Cincinnati. The lights dim. The driver says, good night, Al. And then he closes the door mm-hmm. on you. And then you, uh, you, you say, oh, there was that cool guy who gave me that, that drawing. I'm going to yeah. take a look at the comic book now. And, yeah. And spent all night reading the Weird Al comics. That's awesome. That's cool. Well, I like that story. I like I like picturing. I'm going to be picturing that okay. from you this <laughs> Just summer. Just visualize that. That's good. Now, listen. I know that we've got a lot. Of, we've had you for. Uh a considerable amount of time. <laughs> Do you have somewhere to be next? Or? Just, just dinner, so <laughs> no no rush. <laughs> what style of food are you going to be having this evening? I don't even know. I, I, Classic uh, America. You're in New York. I mean, we're uh-huh. recording. You can have anything you want. Uh, some New York cuisine. Some New York. It's rat. You can have some. Yeah, okay. Some pizza rat. <laughs> some pizza rat. Okay. Have pizza and a rat. Um, no, cool. Well, listen, I, you know, I don't want to take up too much of your time, and I really thank you for coming on here. Now, the thing is this. As I mentioned, you're one of the first guests we've had on the show. This is a show about embracing uh, new listeners uh, to, to Star Trek, to pop culture, to all these things that we love. If we can get sort of a, uh, a benediction, a blessing from you, Weird Al, who, we, who I hi- hold in such high regard on the show as we leave Space Dock to, le- to explore, you know, strange new worlds, you know, the whole thing. A blessing from you. Absolutely. Would mean I, so much. I, I give you my full blessing to explore strange new worlds. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, and to listen. split infinitives to boldly go. <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works. All right. Well, listen, thanks again so much. I really appreciate it. And you got a lot of exciting things happening this summer. So we'll, uh, we'll see you on the road. Absolutely. Thank you. Cool. All right. Thank you. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Welcome back to Engage, the official Star Trek podcast with your host, Jordan Hoffman. You are, after all, irrational. And we are back. Back in the present. And that was uh, our conversation with Weird Al Yankovic from a few weeks ago. I really had a fun time. You could hear that I was having a goofy good time with him. He's uh, he's a gent. He's a first-class gent. He came at the end of a very long day. You know, he was... Um, he's about to kick off this tour. You know, 70, however many dates it was. And uh, he had done uh, press for four, two straight days. And we were probably the last one that he did. Because, you know, our show was still in its embryonic form, still in space dock. 
And it was like, can you do one more? And he's like, yes, I will. And uh, that was great. So listen, uh, thank you for listening to the first episode of Engage, the official Star Trek podcast. What I want you to do, I have to give you some homework assignments. You have to subscribe, rate, and review this show in that order. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Have you done that yet? Affirmative. Great. You've subscribed, rated, and reviewed? Accomplished. Excellent. Standing by. Oh, okay. Standing by. All right, great. You're going to subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, you're going to uh, check out the play.it slash Star Trek is where you're going to come back. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. You are going to tweet at us. For God's sakes, tweet. You want to tweet with the engage pod hashtag. Hashtag engage pod. Tweet with hashtag engage pod. Tweet at me. Jay Hoffman. I'm just me. Just tweet at me. Tell me Tell me what you want me to do on the next show. At Jay Hoffman. And uh, become a, a fan on Facebook. Facebook.com slash engage the official Star Trek podcast. Facebook.com slash engage the official Star Trek podcast. All one word. Or just Google it and it'll show up. Um, leave us some notes on iTunes. Leave us some notes on Facebook. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't want to hear. Tell us what you're liking. Tell us what you're not liking. Tell us how you're feeling. And we are going to talk to you again real soon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.